0: Welcome back to the Ride Balance Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Ride Clean. Ride Clean is the simple and easy way of keeping your motorcycle, car, yacht, or plane clean. Simply shake, spray, and wipe and get that mirror-like finish, get that polish, sealer, wax look that just looks nice as hell. Check them out at rideclean.co. Use promo code RB Podcast for 25%. No, no, 20. You know what? 25% off. Use RB Podcast for 25% off, plus free shipping, plus they're adding a two-ounce bottle. Check them out now. I'm, I'm going to have my phone do the intro. We'll just see how that works.
1: On episode 48, Robert interviews Ryan Martin, holistic healer and legendary bass player for Smile Empty Soul,
2: also joining his revolutionary poet and MC Just the Facts. They discuss the benefits of nature-based medicine, including an in-depth look at ayahuasca. They also broach social issues music and other interesting topics
0: <laughs> that's pretty dope so that 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 exactly that's what we're going to talk about on this episode number 48 with martin and Jess. the facts so here we go <music> Just in
2: case What were you saying What were you saying about the coffee right now Uh, I was just talking about how Now that I'm a parent That I'm always Seem to be drinking coffee Way more coffee I don't even think I really drank coffee Regularly Until I became a parent
1: (laughs) Well we all have kids here man Yeah 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 How many kids you got now Four Fuck And a stepdaughter too So it's I got five technically I got a whole basketball team How, how, How do you do that Patience, deep breaths, yoga. Oh, man. Yeah, love. deep breaths. Love, you got you to gotta love it, it's, outwardly. It's, it's hard because, I, you know, recently
0: I was thinking about, you know, how, how many kids, you know, family would have back in the days. And, and I thought that the reason, the only reason it worked is because families were more united, people were living in the same area, and, you know, you had your auntie, you had your brothers, you had your cousins all living, like, in the same neighborhood, and they would help each other out. Mm-hmm. But today it seems like everybody's so separate and so far away that it's just, it's almost impossible to have multiple kids, you know, and then it's so much more expensive.
2: Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, especially in generations behind us, uh, you know, families used to live more together, you know, grandparents would live in the house, aunts and uncles. So there'd be like, you know, more people in the house. More kids around. There's always somebody keeping an eye on on everybody, and, and you could tilt it up. Okay, um, it's been a while, but uh, yeah, there was always like there was always family around, you know. And I, I guess that's not as as common nowadays. You know, nowadays it's everybody's way more spread out. And, well, uh, and especially like cities like Los Angeles, New York, and
0: Texas. You, you you meet somebody, and it's like, where are you from? Oh, my family's from Michigan. Where are you from? My family's from Texas. Oh, and then where's your sister? Oh, my sister's in Miami. You know, it, it's super spread out. So that, that, that's what I'm saying. It just seems so crazy. And then Jess sits here and says, I have four kids. Like, how the <laughs> fuck do you do that?
2: I'm fortunate. I've been with the same woman for, gosh, we've been together since like 2000, maybe. 2001-ish. Yeah. and uh, That's awesome. Married nine years I Took forever to ask her to marry me, I guess. Uh yeah, we got two kids. S- almost seven and my youngest is gonna be three next week. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's They're the best. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I, I love I love my kids. I love both my kids. Yeah, but dude, they can test your nerves. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Especially after this whole COVID thing, man. Uh it's been it's been a real challenge, you know, uh being with being with two, like such a young kid and like an older kid, it's like young one always wants to do what big brother's doing, wants to play with what he's got. I don't want to share. I want to watch this. This is mine. It's like, Oh, this is my life. Deep mm-hmm. breaths, deep breaths.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's interesting about how, how kids want to compete and they always want what the older brother has. Right. and And then it's more interesting for me how we want to train them and be like, you have to be nice and you have to not be selfish and you have to do this. And it's like, but why? Like, I kind of want to raise my, I I joke about it, but I'm serious. I, I want my kid to be like, I want him to be a little bit of a dick, you know, because fuck, man, nice people finish last or they get abused of. Girls take advantage of them. Their hearts get broken. You know, they, they become soft. I, I want my kid to be a, a respectful punk, you know, but like a punk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm serious because... Everywhere you go, they're like you can't say this, you can't do that, you can't talk like this, you can't do this, and and for what to accommodate all the society? Mm-hmm. Well, let, let, let's get the facts right. You you can't satisfy all the society, you know. So so why am I going to train my kid if my kid is curious? You know, let him, let him be curious. If he ha- if he has a like, my kid has a strong personality. Like, he, yeah. ha- he has a fucking temper almost, you know? And, and he... Uh, like, like, nobody's going to kidnap my kid because he's going to kick <laughs> and scream <laughs> and fucking, you know... I don't even know if that happens anymore. Yeah, my we, like that's my what wife says the same
2: thing. Like, no one's going to kidnap him. No yeah. one's going to get Nicholas. You're going to see. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry. My oldest is Nicholas. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah and my youngest out. is Marco. But, oh, but, but, but my thing is, we, we, we have to... We have to... You kids grow up with just so much curiosity... You know, um, they they want to spill the water. Why? Because they want to see what it does. Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about it. You know, they they want to grab a glass and they want to break it. Why? Because they, they want to see what happens. They don't know that it's going to shatter and it's going to be dangerous for them, but they want to experiment. They want to turn on the gas. They want to play with the lighter. They're curious. And then here we come and like, don't grab a crayon and paint on the wall. You know, really? Are, are we that, you know, petty? Like, I get it. Just fucking clean it. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird how how we have to be with our children, but at the same time we don't have to do that. We're just partaking in this whole thing of society. And then that's the other thing. You start thinking about how they programmed us, you know? Like, oh, oh yes. fucking, you know, the government is watching you and don't do this cuz the police will come after you and they'll take you away from your family. And then you grow up with this mentality and you're like, "Wait a minute. Fuck, man. This is a this is this is a system created to control us." And we've all fallen for it. Fear.
1: Uh, it's it's it, fear crazy bongering.
0: fear. I saw a post the other day. I don't know if I was talking to you about it, but I, I've had this conversation several times where I saw a post and this guy goes, he made like five different points about how rich people think and you know how poor people or regular people, you know, think. And he goes, Poor people or middle class people are taught that money is the root of all evil. Rich people are taught that poverty is the root of all evil and if you look at poor you know cities poor towns and counties those are the ones that are robbing raping stealing from each other and that's the other thing like think about how much if anybody steals from anybody it's really never from a stranger it's always somebody that knows somebody that's most close common. to you yeah. it's usually like a cousin of yours or some shit like that or or, or it, i don't know bro just recently i start bros Recently, I started thinking about, like, it's just weird how they've they've really tried to control us. And they fed us this bullshit where we can't trust strangers. And shit, I'll be honest, man. I, I think I trust strangers more than, you know, people I know sometimes. You know, like, I give this example a million times. And I said it on the podcast. If I'm on the 405 and I get a flat tire, I call two, three of my buddies. Hey, man, I got a flat tire, you know. Can you help me out? Oh, shit. It's... Uh, 4 p.m. Um, on a Wednesday. Sorry, bro. My kids, my wife, my work—they'll give you excuses. But the chances of you, you know, getting a stranger to stop and you know, hey, can can, can you help me out? Yeah, of course, no problem. They'll, they'll give you a hand. It, it's, it, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm ranting now, you know. <laughs> but like, it, it's just strange yeah. that that that's that's how we live, and, and yet we're supposed to be scared of strangers. Or another example: we jump on a freeway. With thousands of people sitting on a car that weighs four to five thousand pounds, these guys can crash into us at any moment, any moment it's a weapon. but we do it every day with thousands of people we don't know, and we 're fine. but yet people will be like, "Watch out with the strangers you know what you, you know what I'm saying Of course, that makes sense uh,
1: and that's the you got to wonder uh, the, the deeper question is: Is pe- are people inherently good or are they inherently evil? Or they're good. Or, I mean, let's vote on it. What, what do you think? I think people insert. I think everybody in certain situations will do evil, and I think everybody in certain situations will do good. I think. I think it's the dichotomy of the both of, of uh, the yin and the yang. You know, one we're going to. But,
0: but you don't think more people are, bro? Come on. I think More people, more, do more people, do people right. are fucking nicer than
1: anything. Yeah. I think people want to do I, I, right, but I, then they're weak in certain situations. But what situations are you talking about? Anything. Anything. Any, any situation. Somebody's going to steal Let me tell you something. I, something. I, I, see, yeah.
0: I see homeless people living in really shitty fucking conditions every day. We live in LA. We oh, see yeah, it on yeah. every freeway um, you know, um, uh, off ramp. Yeah. They mind their own fucking business. They have a million motives to fucking, you know, break in, rob, take somebody's purse. Let me tell you something. We're soft. We're so fucking soft. Like, this is the time to break into people's houses. Sorry, I'm not, don't do this anybody, but I'm just saying, this is the time to break into people's houses, steal a purse, do this, do that, because people don't even know how to act. People freeze, you know, all the time. There's, there's always the fight or flight, but then there's always the freeze. You know, mm-hmm. that, and people freeze more than fight or flight. You know, because if, if you're being held up, you know, the best thing would be is like run, run away. But most people freeze. So what I'm saying is we're easy targets and as easy as we are. Think about this. We're in 2021. Ninety nine percent of us are wearing masks, hats and glasses. This is the greatest time in the world to rob a bank. <laughs> the greatest fucking time with Ubers and taxis and shit like that. Nobody's fucking doing it nobody's doing it you, you can't I, I disagree strongly that that you know there's people that are mean yes people are driven fuck man you touch my kid i'll fuck you up you know we do, if somebody touch your kid you're gonna fuck them up disrespect my girl same thing let's go let's take it outside you know meet next to the the monkey bars or the fucking swing <laughs> <laughs> let's do this shit but but we don't we get along we're fine we trust each other you know, I, I don't. I don't mind. I'll. I. You know, I, I just met you. I'll, I'll leave here. Like I got a lot of valuable shit here. I'm not worried about it. You know, I. I don't know. I. I think. I think they want generally to people and they do good. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Jesse. I don't like your thoughts. Man. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you're, try, you're trying to prove me that the human society.
1: I've just known a lot of bad dudes. That, oh, we all have, do that have uh, zero remorse. Sociopaths. I've met. You know, and they have zero remorse and they're about self and they're not about others. But you can count
0: that. You can count those people with one hand, I'm sure. No. No? Is it that many?
1: (laughs) I've been in certain places where they they congregate and, uh, you know, you see, you can tell when somebody has a soul and, and a conscience and when they don't. And when they're. So, so,
0: okay. You can tell. Okay. On the Jesse meter. What what percentage would you say is good and bad? Like, would you say it's 50-50, 60-40, 75-25? Would you be like 99% bad? And malo hombres. Malo hombres. <laughs> fucking guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> malo hombres. Malo hombres.
1: Um, I, think, I think, look, I think people, the majority of people, they don't want confrontation. They want to do right. So I'm going to say
0: 70-30. 70-30 good.
1: I'm going to say 70-30. That's high. But out of those 70, they they mess up too. They, they, well, we they, all mess they're up, They're just man. humans. Yeah, they're humans they're too. Put, and so when yeah. they're put in a situation where these so, other, where if I'm talking about these guys who have no souls and all that stuff, they put themselves in situations where they can be uh, a, an agent of evil, if you want to call it, or agent of chaos, whatever you want to call it, where these people, these seventy people, 70% of people, they don't put themselves in those situations. They avoid the situation so that they don't have to make those choices. You know what I mean?
0: But, but I I think, I think those terms, every, everybody's going to do something to a certain extent,
1: you know, because in Venezuela right now, right? It's dog eat dog. There's no, there's nothing, right? Those people are in the situation where they got to do whatever they got to do. Absolutely. I get that. And so I get that. We, we kind of have it cushy here in, in of course, this is
0: fake. This is all like buttery and sweet.
1: But, you, know, you know, you go to Russia, and you know, it's a different ball game. Yeah, people will cut your throat for, for, for no reason. I, I did
0: have a conversation of uh, with a guy that I was kind of like, man, you know, I love the U.S., but there's this, and there's that, and there's this, and this guy, uh, he's from Russia, and he's like, I love American. You know, it's the greatest country in the world, and and these problems are not problems, Robert. You know what the problem is? And I'm like, what? Going to a bar or to a club. And and because somebody doesn't like you, they'll just kill you right there, like zero, like no no problem, like just fuck this guy, wrong take him to the back, boom, time. you know. And and it's like normal, you know, because there's certain people that act higher power than the own government, mm-hmm. you know. And and I, I was thinking, fuck man, I never thought about it that way, but that's 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 true. That does that also has to exist, you know. And he he gave a lot of examples like this, and we were kind of you know going back and forth, but at the end I was like, no bro, you you. You're right. That, that's pretty fucking scary. This is amazing that we can freely get out there. But my issue now is everybody's so fucking soft now. A- everything is so offensive. When when the fuck did that happen? You 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 know, bro. You, you when
2: everybody got an iPhone and everybody had a had an opinion and everybody could post whatever they wanted without saying something right to somebody's face. You know. Yeah. It's you know, it's like the Mike Tyson thing of you know people are way different when they aren't going to get hit in the face. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you know, you're not going to disrespect somebody.
0: Well, not only that, you, 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 you have, you have the trolls that are just fucking just, just out, bleh, out there. Yeah. Just fucking. <laughs> yeah. But I'm talking about like, you know, Hey bro, you, you, you gained some weight. You know, I mean, I gained some fucking weight right now. I gained like 15 pounds in two, two months. You know, I just stopped cause I wasn't like in limbo with this move. If you call somebody like a little chubby or something like that, fuck, you're in trouble. Fat shaming. They have fat a shaming, name for it. It's fat shaming. Skinny shaming. Height shaming. It, it, it's just when did we become so fucking soft? We've because always
2: we been this way. I think we've always been this way. We're, we're, we're as, no, humans, I, I, as humans, we like to put things in boxes. We we like to just. But we weren't always this way. I, I think. I, well, we weren't always this way because before you could be like. Here, here's it's just a bigger mirror now it's in and that's it's all a bigger
0: mirror but here's the thing before when you used to bullying you know yeah you would hurt people's feelings bullying is terrible but people responded mm-hmm. you know so for example uh the so-called nerds you know you you would make fun of bill gates bill gates got made fun of let me tell you that i'm sure i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> sure steve jobs got fucking bullied okay i'm sure of it but what did they do they use that for like fuck this you know i'm, I'm gonna fucking create something and change the world those are like two guys (laughs) no 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 there's many people like this there's many stories many successful many uh, there's many jeff bezos freak and forget about the ones we know of there is many people that got bullied in fucking high school in junior high and they're doing way better than anybody that bullied them period and that's just a high you know
2: but what is? What do you mean by doing good? You know, is is doing good just well, having success well, business well they, in a business? No, box, they used it.
0: As, they used it as fuel. Well, but, well, well what's well, their I, life I, like? See, you know, I, like what, what are
2: their? What's the quality of their relationships with their the people that Your are most significant others with them? With their kids and their families and their and their communities. Right, that, that's different. It could be total I, 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 dog I, I, yeah. shit, you know? But what you see on, you know, social media and you see just the pictures, like, it looks great. It's a fucking well, highlight okay, reel, you so, know?
0: Okay, so, so I'll, I'll bring it down like this. If, if there's some fat shaming, you know, like like you would hear back in the days. Um, what was that movie? I know it's just a movie, but this, this happens. There's a movie where The Rock is all fat in high school and they fat shamed him. Did you see that one with uh, Kevin Hart? Uh, Anyways, he's a big fat kid, and he's in high school, and he's got curly hair, and he just looks ridiculous, Is that right? the one with
2: Ryan Reynolds? The uh, I don't oh, think Ryan
0: it? Reynolds. Deadpool? The Deadpool guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did one. Was he in there?
2: Yeah, he did. With like Hannah with Farris? No, not with The Rock. I'm, no. I'm thinking of this. Um, I guess I'm thinking of a different movie. Yes, yeah, so Which is actually really a funny movie.
0: No, this one was super <laughs> fucking funny because... Because that happens and then Kevin Hart Like you know he was the athlete Fucking you know guy at the high school And he goes up to him he's like are you okay Because they took his towel off and he was fat And little pee pee and everybody's <laughs> laughing You know in the auditorium right And he's like are you okay and anyways they lost Like connection for like 10 years And then uh, and then, <laughs> You know the rock comes back out he's fucking the rock Roy did the fuck yeah, out and, and Kevin Hart's shit. like what the Fuck man like what did you do He goes oh I just worked out every day nine hours a day for 10 years (laughs) he's like wow and he's wearing a fanny pack anyways he's like a cia CIA agent gotcha in the fucking movie but my point is when there's that kind of fat shaming, again bullying fucking sucks but when there's that kind of fat shaming where people are like you're fat fuck this man i ain't fucking fat like i i've done it with friends they'll be like Robert, you gain some weight i'm like oh yeah i bet you i'll lose some fucking weight before you and all of a sudden you're hitting it and you're fucking doing pushups and you're working out and you're like changing your diet because it it's there's some good to challenging yeah. people it's just i guess where's the thin line of that's bullying and that's not
1: i think so what you're saying is it's a necessity then that that you need those people those people are you really need your, it. your your friends because bro if you started motivation. rapping
0: if you started rapping and, and you, and you and you and you fucking did some whack lines would you want me to bullshit you and be like, yo, no, bro, that was, was sick? Or would you want me to be like, "Yeah, hey, it was okay. You know what? But that's that's like it... the
2: roots of hip hop is like in, in a battle situation, right? Right. It's like...
0: That's why battling exists. But yeah. what? Are we going to start saying battling? Rap battling is bullying? <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> Could you But imagine? it's all in love.
2: That's the, that, and that's the whole thing. It's, 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 all... it's, to, uh, it's to, to help elevate Dude, the artist. If and...
0: anybody tells anybody, hey, you gained some weight, I guarantee you it's with love. I guarantee you it's well, like, yo. but there's that distinction, right? Of right? Like,
2: if, are you his friend? Are you saying it out of love? And you can kind of poke a little bit because you guys have a, a quality of that kind of relationship where you can do that. Or is this somebody you don't know and you're going out of the way saying, dude, you got so fucking fat. And like, you know, it's not somebody that you know necessarily. Right? I get, like, I get
0: that. But same thing. Let's go vice versa. If, if I walk up to you and I'm like, man, I saw you like three months ago, you were kind of bigger, bro. You're looking good, man. You're looking ripped. You're going to feel good. But if I had the same conversation, I say, "Hey, man, uh, sorry, man. I just noticed uh, you. You three months ago, you were getting big. You're,
2: you're kind of like you're letting yourself go. Letting yourself or, go. Yeah. Like
0: again, I'm not saying, oh, my God,' you know.
2: Well, that's tough love, and it's iron it's sharpens tough iron. Love. But it's that doesn't t- sound like more in a in a shaming way, you know. I I, I guess, I guess maybe that's where it is, like the a, shaming, yeah, and like the intention of like you of doing it to to be mean, right, and to hurt somebody, or in you know that intention of saying it because like we're worried and we like you, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And I guess that's, there's distinctions. Here's, you know? here, here's,
0: a, here's another point. If we're going to talk about weight and I'm the one that keeps bringing it up, that's the funny part. Obviously, I'm trying to lose some weight. Uh, I, I spoke to a, a friend of mine. He went to uh, the same university I went to and he, you know, we were talking about his girls and his girls are like 18, like 18, 19 years old. And he's like, Robert, my, my girls are, are big, you know? And I go, well, how do you feel about that? And he goes, you know, I, I, I think they they have to lose a little weight and it's not because of the weight. It's because it, it's the question is, are you healthy or are you not healthy? You know? So if you're big and you're healthy, then fucking rock it, you know. But if you know it's getting to a point where it's affecting your health and your breathing and, you know, your habits and stuff, then you should be a little bit more concerned and and, and start
1: for your fucking benefit. Now, yeah. nobody else's. But so now you can't, though. So now, back to segue back into this conversation, now you can't say that because of the can. sensitivity of society. But you were saying that you think we've always been sensitive, but, but there's just, yeah, now of, there's yeah. an outlet for it, and now there's a whole group of community that are being sensitive with, with whoever, whoever, whatever sensitive group there is. And so now that there's a bigger voice or a bigger platform.
2: Since the internet, you know, it's like you find the others, you know, how many kids growing up, like when we were young, were into weird, like kind of niche things and they didn't really have a community. Now it's like you go online and you find like, wow, this guy's into paper mache cars just like I am. And there's 30,000 other people who are doing this and you get to meet people just like you. That was something that was non-existent, you know, and I think that 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 part is great. You know, people finding other people just like them, which, you know, helps kind of helps with that that feeling of like. Right. Being singled out. Or, or, yeah. You know, and unfortunately. But,
0: but also to talk about how we were raised, uh, I did I did a podcast with Roland Sands and he's a bike builder. He does custom leathers. The, guy, the guy's pretty legend. I sat down with him, and as I'm sitting down with him, same age. He's our same age, same group, same everything. And uh, he's like, yeah, people did get softer nowadays, and, and he, he's, he's, he's a redhead. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking redhead. He's a ginger. He goes, Robert, you know what it was to be ginger and, and grow up in the 80s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had to mm-hmm. fucking learn your mama jokes. You know, you had to learn how to, like, rebuttal somebody. That you know, Problem
2: Child ca- movie didn't help shit at all. <laughs> at <bro>. all. <laughs> Part one and two. Yeah. That yeah. fucking. Nor Chucky. Oh, man, those Fuck. poor gingers.
0: Nor Chucky. But you had to become stronger. You had to find a way of defending yourself. You had to find a way to counterattack. You had to find a way to come out with a better response
1: so you're saying society is coddling our youth now yeah and giving them a, a pillow instead of landing on the on the instead of a belt to give yeah.
0: <laughs> a chancleta you know a uh, slipper
1: yeah chancla um yeah so 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 what is our responsibility that's my question is what is our responsibility should we keep these kids tough or should we coddle them i mean i i talk tough with my kids i tell my kids what i think so you could do better you could do better but I, I come from a place of love instead of a place from hate. And that's, right. I think that's a two different, right, right, I mean, that's right. a different scenario. Teaching out of love I mean, as g- opposed I mean, to parents, teaching out of shame or teaching out right. of like
2: anger. You know, it's, yeah, especially for kids. It's no, you like
0: got to that. communicate. Like, 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 that's like, the key. Let, let's, let, let's, let's, let's get one story, one, one thing straight. The way our parents raised us and the way they got raised for the most of it. They, they did a pretty shitty job, like you know. They like did they, the best with what they had. They had the, the, exactly. <laughs> they did the best what they had for yeah. their time and everything else. But if you look look at it today, you are like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, it's <laughs> right. like, bro, they let us fucking play in the street till like until the street lights turned on, and even past all right? that. and man, even past sure. that,
2: yeah, like we and grew up in the same that. neighborhood, so it was like when those street lights talking the mic, talking yeah, the mic, talk yeah. About. Me and Jesse kind of we grew up in the same neighborhood, yeah. so it was like when those street bulbs came on, like it was all, time to go home. But then you still fucking. It was, yeah, it was it such a little community So it was like it, it was a little bit different That was Could you imagine Letting your kids out right now
1: I don't Yeah I don't know Why it, it's, What it's, happened I, I take my- I
0: can't do it But what the fuck happened if, if the three of us right now Were like 12, 13 years old We'd be on the fucking, I don't know, we'd be stealing somebody's BMX, just switching tires, playing around, jumping on the roofs, go daring each other, jump oh, off this man. roof into the pool. Yeah, Like absolutely. having fun, you know, playing with fucking, going to the ice cream truck and Doing buying like snapper fucking. Dangerous things. Uh, <laughs> <bro>. Playing <laughs> with snakes.
1: We used to catch snakes in the... Oh, the hell yeah. Or and frogs and, and, and shit, man. I got
0: warts one time from fucking playing with frogs in Miami and stuff because there were so many.
2: Yo, one time... <laughs> Me and like, uh, like a couple of like the neighbors. I was with Paul. Paul Bauer. Yeah yeah, right. yeah, and we were we were like way like by, behind Stonegate, And we were like walking along the wash and then we came up to like this area like we're under where that rat bones bridge was Yeah, and the there cape. was this hole like somebody had dug like a like a six by like three foot hole like a perfect square and there was just a shotgun and a, and, a, and a shovel in there. And we all saw and We were like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and we bounced. So it was like that was the kind of stuff we were finding like behind the housing track that we Dude, grew up in. 100%. You know? like,
1: but now we don't let our kids go out alone. Talk close to the mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: and, and, and no way. We're afraid.
1: But it's fear. We're super. Right?
0: But what? what? But how fucked up did they program us? What are we scared of?
1: The unknown.
2: We've always been scared of the unknown. That's that's what it means to be human.
1: Yeah, yeah. But but they they put in we we watch every all these shows that have you know, um, you know the bad guy the the antagonist that I'm telling you, man. And it's it's constantly reinforcing. Hey, don't trust. Don't trust. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Don't let your kids play. And now they're now they're fear making us. uh, They're scaring us to stay in our homes. Why? I mean, there's a lot of. I have a lot of my own theories and interpretations of that, but ultimately, they're gonna take all our human interaction away. They're gonna take our tangible currency away. That way, they can monitor everything and know where you're at. But what's the point of that? You're no longer the unknown. You're no longer the variable. But what's the what's the point of that? The point is so that there's no revolution. Okay. Yeah. If you're in prison, let's say if you're in prison. Okay. There's thousands of dudes wearing blue shirts. And only a few wearing those brown shirts, okay? Or green. And so uh but what stops those thousands of big, strong freaking psychopaths from attacking those thirty, forty guys in in tan shirts?
0: Fear. Yeah.
1: The the revolution is what they that, do. That's want.
0: what that's what Kanye was talking about. Yeah. That they, he got in trouble. He goes he goes slaves continued choosing to be slaves exactly i know because how how the fuck do how the hell do you have like 20 black dudes six foot tall fucking buff as fuck and then one old white dude like hey boy like do this like what what do you do what do you mean and he's like they they continued they could have stopped that a long time ago absolutely that fear or that
1: and that's what they, uh, you know, uh, and, and that's, and that's what I think ultimately, that's my opinion. Okay. I don't you know, I don't yeah. want to force my opinions on anybody, but ultimately the Nobody's rich one, listening. the rich 1%, they, they, and the people who really control the government, the big pharma, the big oil, the, you know, the, the, the alcohol, tobacco, you know, these big entities, pharmaceutical, yeah. Yeah. Big pharma. they, they. They control everything, and the banks. Don't forget the Rothschilds and and the Rockefellers, and and they own 87% of the world's wealth, okay? So now you have all these these moving towards digital currency, and they're going to be able to get their little percentage, MoneyGram, you know, just like how MoneyGram, XRP bought MoneyGram, and they're going to every- XRP bought MoneyGram? Yeah, and so they're going to have these little transactions. Every transaction that you make is, one, going to be documented, taxed, two, and three, uh, it's going to be a little percentage, a little a little service fee. Yeah. And now the rich get richer, and the poor still don't revolt against the against the bully, right? If if the, if there's any bully in 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 our society, it's those that are brainwashing. It's those that are 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 keeping people from succeeding wealth in in wealth. Because why? That's their power. And and to me, you know, that's what they use the fear for. Is so that we don't uh, revolt against the the you know the right. powers that against be. the government. Yeah, and uh, that's a that's a great point of view. I I, I see that. Interestingly interesting enough, because uh,
0: everything they do is is everything that exists is made to separate us. Yeah, you know? e- even gangs. Oh, you're blue. I'm red. Oh, you're purple. Oh, fuck that. I'm, I'm rainbow. Like you know, it's a just
1: Democrat Republican. That doesn't matter. Right, Democrat matter. Republican. L A. Like oh,
0: you, you live what, what part of the valley do you live in? Oh man! You know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's all divided by blocks, by streets, by the numbers, hills, by hills. The, yeah. Oh, you're on the hill, or you it's tribalism,
2: hill? really? You know, in in essence, it's this. Kind of goes back to people kind of being the same. You know, now there's just way more outlets, way more voices, and you know, unfortunately, it's like there's a lot more chaos because of it. You know, and I think this is where, you know, it it feels like this is a place where, you know, bad things, big things start to happen when there's all this kind of uh, Tension. tension, you know, and it's like, I mean, the past year in the United States, like, look at what's been going on, you know, everybody's stuck in their house, nobody's chilling with family. Feelings that people have been kind of pushing away by going out and drinking and and you know, whatever all that stuff's bubbling up to the surface and I don't know I kind of like to think that sometimes For things to get better. They almost have to get worse and uh, You know, this is like a really common uh, thing in like traditional kind of healing sometimes when people get sick with something Essentially, when they're going through like a healing process, it's
1: common for like a real big flare up to kind of happen again right before the end. There's a saying that says all great change is preceded by chaos. It's a necessity. You have to be shaken out of your comfort zone in order to in order to act.
0: There's there's another saying that says um, um, hard times create hard people, hard people create
2: soft times soft times create soft people you
0: know? it's it's
2: a it's an endless cycle, cycle. but yeah. in in this kind of goes back to what you were saying about like how our parents raised us you know like my mom came from 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 georgia from russia uh came in like the probably late 70s you know and my my grandma my my grandfather and and her brother you know basically come here from you know ussr and You know, I remember hearing stories, my grandma telling me, like, it was the first time she went into the supermarket and it was like, oh yeah, bright colored products, like look at the produce.
0: Cuba's like that now. Yeah, yeah. What USSR was in the 90s, especially when it collapsed, Mm -hmm. like in the, you know, it collapsed in 89 or 87, something like that. Like all those countries, Armenia, you know, and the weird one was Cuba, because we were here on the west side. Till now, it's like that. Like, there's Cubans that leave. You know, they get out of the island. They come here, and when they walk into a supermarket, they tear up. Man, they've never seen such a big selection. They've never seen unlimited amounts of food. You know, the amount of starving. You know, that the yeah. Russians. You know, it, it's it's fucking insane. It's 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 insane.
2: It has a lot to do with you know the, the perspective of of how you how how think how you see and perceive these things. You know, it's it's easy to lose sight of that when you know we have all this stuff, you know, I can do We have like everything. fucking te- Everybody get. has like
0: five TVs, yeah. Uber There's anything, going Postmates.
2: On. A- a- instant, instant, instant gratification. And that's a, that's a big, big problem. Every, everything can be now. There is, it's so hard to, to find people who are not just glued on their phone. And I, I you know, everybody, I'm guilty of it too, you know, using my phone a lot. But at the same time, it's like, it's such a like, like a, like a little vampire, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, this, this it's easy accessibility easy. to everything and this, this accessibility to everything. It's, it's, it's like a, it's a sad crutch, you know, I, I, with my boys, you know, we'll go to the restaurant every once in a while. Like we went, I think the first time we went to a restaurant, like a couple of weeks ago, like it was like the first time in a while. And, and you look around you see all the families just sitting there and everyone's on their phone. Everyone's on their phone. And it's, you know, we don't, we don't, we we try not to have the phones, especially when we're, when we're at the table. Like my kids, they don't have their own phones. They don't, we don't let them use the phone at all, you know. And uh, we have, we just bring like extra toys in the backpack. And like, it was more than I had when I went to the fucking restaurant when I was (laughs) a kid with my sister. It was like, oh, cool, crayons, like, I'll just shut the fuck up and, you know, color. But now it's, you know, it is what it is, but it's yeah, you got to bring my laptop a charger headphones constant a entertainment.
0: mic a fucking webcam a touchscreen
2: constant amusement <laughs> yeah they, we're supposed to have moments of nothing of just nothing of just sitting and doing nothing yeah and and it's when people do that now the anxiety comes up because uh i'll check twitter real quick instagram real quick or i uh, send an email, you know, it's, it's, nobody wants to be with their self. Nobody want it's. it's
0: Again, but that's part of the fucking bigger system that they, that's what they want. They don't want us to be with ourselves.
1: No, they want you to, they want you to track yourself. They want you to tell on yourself. <laughs>
0: Isn't it a trip how many of us know that they're, they're listening and following and blah, 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 blah. But we all have iPhones. We there all are still there's fucking. There's
1: databases in Salt Lake City, in the hills in Salt Lake City, databases, uh, recording everything. Yeah. Everything. But is that. And then they hear. Is they, that the keywords? Prob- keywords yeah. pop up and then they go to those. They go and say, where is the signal like coming explosion, from? explosion. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Missile. Yeah. <clears throat> spaceship. i got a thanks
1: mars we're flagging this podcast right now yeah Yeah, i you know that's honestly the other day look i on on instagram (laughs) i'm not on instagram a lot i'm not on instagram a lot but the other day i put up a post i reposted somebody's alien post right and it showed just a little video of of three uh planes breaking apart three air air, air, air spacecrafts right i put it up guess what 15 minutes later I got a it, I got a notification saying this is false information, and then so anybody who went to go look at my thing, it just said this is false information. Yeah, and so they're censoring that stuff. Of course, within fifteen minutes, I'm nobody. I'm I'm nobody at the end of the day, right? But but, it, it, but it's they the information it was that, necessary to yeah, censor. Yeah. Put a disclaimer on your post and yeah. said it was false
2: information, and took the
0: post. Do you know who's uh, making their own social media platform? Who's that? Trump.
1: They kicked them the off Facebook. Of things I don't give a fuck about. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: they kicked them off Facebook, they kicked them off Twitter. He's like, "Fuck, I can't say whatever the fuck I want." So he's creating his own fucking social media. But my point but is he, they censor and they control everything. Forget he what he's it. done. He's done a billion fucking things wrong. Yeah. I get that. But but it's it's in it, you know, it's crazy that even the most powerful people they're, they're still like, "Nope. Mr. President, nope."
1: Yeah. And it's those bigger powers that it's those it's those bigger powers. The military it's, it's bigger it's bigger than the, those governments. Those guys are just puppets, you know. And oh, one hundred percent. And do you really think that, let's say Trump creates his own thing? Do you really think that he will let other people say what they want to say, knowing that there's censorship coming from no, his angle?
0: Probably, yeah.
1: You know, and so it's just it's all
0: it's not it's never ending.
1: Yeah, it's all it's all I, I, preference. I,
0: and I think this is a good time for you guys to introduce yourselves. Who are you? Where can we find you? And what do you do?
1: Oh, okay
2: uh my name is ryan martin i am uh i guess like a, a curandero uh my interest is in traditional plant medicine i'm a multi-instrumentalist uh, uh i'm interested in helping people feel better whether it's in their their physical body uh their their mental physical and, and spiritual kind of selves you know i'm very interested in uh
0: so is that like a, ayahuasca, yeah, DMTs?
2: I'm, yeah, I'm I'm interested in, in traditional plant medicine. Very interested in 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 the the power of the transformational power of of those kind of uh, these kind of healing medicines, and how long they've been used for. Gosh, for millennia, you know. Uh, unfortunately, because of the, the drug war, you know, so much of this stuff has been not studied and been demonized, and you know, over the past really. The past 10 years, but especially the last five years, there's been a lot of resurgence and interest in these kinds of traditional medicines, especially in, you know, in ceremonial context, but also in the kind of Western scientific model, you know, with like Roland Griffith's work at, uh, at John Hopkins university with psilocybin. And I mean th- that, that, that work and his work with maps and, uh, and, uh, and, end of end of life uh studies it's a uh, it's really really fascinating stuff and it's almost it's i feel like it's really giving a, a new kind of like view and like legitimizing this kind of uh this kind of stuff that people have been doing and have been shamed for so so to speak yeah for so long yeah man. and uh so yeah i've been working with i mean really working with plant medicines for about 20 years wow and, that's been uh, a minute you m- more i would say the more more the study with uh ayahuasca for the past 10 years and uh yeah it's it's a it's a very unique way in uh in healing in that it's it it, it brings you right to the point of many of like the kind of issues that you may be holding on to and not even really realizing well, well, yeah
0: but before you get into that like like exactly what what is ayahuasca you know it, it, do you smoke it do you drink it what's the process what where, where's the origins okay. you know because i've heard about it like in the amazons yeah and i and i think it's it's given as a tea or you know as a drink or something but yeah. let, 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 let's let's break that down sure because it's
2: um, always something i've been curious about sure ayahuasca is a traditional plant medicine from the uh amazonian basin it's a con It can be made with many plants, but the two main ingredients are um, a vine called uh, ayahuasca. It's also called ayahuasca. And then uh, a leaf called chacruna. And uh, ayahuasca contains beta carboline molecules, which are an MAOI. And the chacruna leaf contains dimethyltryptamine, or DMT. Uh, When these two plants are boiled down for about uh, two days, they produce like a very viscous thick, sludgy type of uh decoction. Oh, it's sluggish? I always thought it was like just <coughs> water like <It's> tea. No. <laughs> good ayahuasca is not like water in in my opinion. Usually the 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 best quality ayahuasca, it's a little bit sweet. And uh I've been fortunate enough to to have good quality ayahuasca. I've drink in some pretty rancid brews, but uh most of the time the, the medicine I work with has like a, a very sweetness to it. Um, and in the Amazonian basin, it'll be used, uh, mainly by traditional healers in, 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 from what I understand the way it's been more used in the, in the past is as as a diagnostic tool for the curandero or the shaman to. Curandero, yeah, Curandero, Curandero, is which a, is like also sh-
0: shaman, yeah, it,
2: yeah. It, it's, or is it different? It, the, the, the names have do they get along or like does like a it's very different a connotations. Like, no. I don't even like the word shaman. It it it, in, it infers some sort of like spiritual kind of superiority, which I'm I'm not really a big fan of. So, um, I I, I you know there's a a, a healer named uh, Javier Regre- Regrello. I feel like I just butchered his last name. He was—he's a, a friend. Uh, he was a teacher of a friend of mine who, actually, just passed away. And he was the one who just coined the term "plant medicine person," and that's what I, I like that that term more. Um, that's nice nicer. It's not intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> plant In person. person. Yeah, I like I like the plants, uh, plant plant medicines. But um, yeah, you know, these plants have been used for for thousands of years you know ayahuasca there's also a medicine called uh huachuma or san pedro which is a a cactus which is you know you could probably walk down the street and find it it's a very common columnar uh cactus that has been used for thousands of years it it might is it might actually be the safest of the uh quote-unquote like psychedelic plants um has the longest documented history of usage there's uh amazing artwork carvings uh in the temples of chavin and in uh, peru depicting these deities holding san pedro cactuses and uh it's uh, these traditions you know are are held in with a lot of reverence and i and, and respect because these medicines are incredibly powerful and i think they should be used with a great deal of respect also with people who have experience in serving this kind of medicine and, and know how to how, how to help guide the experience because it can definitely be very overwhelming even for people who have a tremendous amount of experience. It can still be very harrowing at times, and uh, I, I link that I link in uh, excuse me like to like in the the experience to you know very much like a, a yin and yang experience. You know, it's not always pleasant. And it's not necessarily fun. And if somebody sat in an ayahuasca ceremony, you know, after a weekend, they would probably say, yeah, that wasn't like a party. It wasn't a, uh, definitely wasn't like some sort of drug fueled kind of shenanigans or something like that. You know, it's basically people coming together for the common, for a common reason of healing and making the agreement that we're going to sit here and we're going to feel whatever comes up if we feel like we have to. Uh, purge, which is very common with ayahuasca. It's a, it's, I, I hear that. It's a, it's what, a, what's the reason for it's that? It's a purgative, the,
0: uh, the beta Cause, carbolates. Cause, because originally, and correct me if I'm wrong, but just, just to get a better understanding, uh, w- what I heard is you, you should probably fast for three
2: days. I don't think that's necessary. Actually, I think really? that's, uh, I think that's probably really bad information because the, the experience can be, uh, it can be very physically demanding. And, uh, I mean, as far as fasting, I would just say, like I heard it was like just liquid fast. No, no, I I would say three to five days. It's, it's, it's a good idea. I mean, the longer you can do it, the better. The, in the tradition that, that I was kind of trained in, you want to remove things that are overly stimulating, especially if you're really, really, new to this kind of medicine, you know, so things that are overly salty, spicy, things that are, uh, you know, so sugary. Yeah, yeah, really greasy foods, <laughs> stuff that is really overwhelming to your senses, yeah. you know. The idea is that when we remove this stimuli, we become more sensitized to the subtle natures of, of these kind of plant so, medicines. So, so eat clean. Yes, maybe two three days of clean eating. Yeah, but also you Raw. know, but it's not just the diet of right. of Like the diet of what you put in your, your your mouth It's also the diet of like what you're putting into your mind and the environments you're putting yourself into so ideally, you know In a perfect world you could spend more time in nature and more time yeah. in silence more time just sitting and feeling whatever comes up um, I think just that alone starts the process, the healing process, you know, when we can start to take out this overbearing kind of stimuli of like, all right, I'm going to take it easy on my phone, except for like my, you know, work phone calls and stuff I have to do for my job. And I don't, I can, you know, decide to not watch YouTube and Netflix for, you know, the week I can take my time, maybe journaling and Hiking and really trying to dive inside and think about what the intentions are of me wanting to come and drink this medicine in the first place, and and what would be reasons to to
0: say I want to drink ayahuasca?
2: I want to I want to
0: I want to live a clean life for a week, and and I want to do this ayahuasca. Why why would somebody just like rediscover themselves to answer questions? Um, I mean, what, what are all of the above i mean yeah i would
2: say definitely all who would of the you above.
0: recommend this to age group woman female i would say
2: male. I don't know. adult you know somebody over the age of 18 somebody who's you know even in it's you know we come from a western kind of back i come from a western background so you know I, even though in places like uh in the Amazon, there's you know children as like three years old will drink this medicine. Oh, and, and like in cultures, in the cultures, in the cultures where, where, where babies are born, they'll put a, do, a, a like a drop on their tongue when That's they're born, crazy. so that they're always connected to the mother. That the energy of what the, do you mean? The so they can so they're connected to the mother. So commonly in ayahuasca in in South America, it's referred to as la madre, the mother, and it very much is like like a, a, a A feminine kind of guiding energy and i've 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 experienced this myself and i i for me it feels more like a like a like a older grandmother type of energy but i've definitely felt the the masculine side of the medicine and i think it's because there is a nature there's like a marriage of these two plants that one has a more masculine kind of uh, uh essence and one has a more feminine essence uh, and you know it's like a union of these two plants and when you when you can drink this medicine it's especially when it's you know in a focused ceremonial setting, you know there's something really magical that happens, and it brings you closer to yourself. it helps you to know yourself to know your to know the parts of yourself that you may not necessarily be proud of the yeah. part of the parts of yourself that you know you've kind of hidden away trauma sadness depression the things we kind of hide behind you know we're all human every if you've grown up so it, it
0: kind of brings those things that that you're hiding out and makes you kind of face it yeah in a way
2: yeah i would say that's, that's so
0: so what what would be like um what would be like a, a, a like i'm i'm sure you have multiple but what would be a good success story like You know, this dude was down, his wife left him. He was kind of lost. He was a lost soul, you know, literally. I've met people who
2: were, you know, recovering from... uh, Excuse me. No, no problem. uh, People recovering, you know, recovering addicts who have dramatic, like, shifts in basically, like, the course of their lives, who are basically, like, living in the street, making really bad choices, and are, you know, pretty successful healthy people people who are going through depression they're, they're showing uh there's been this study
0: but with, what, what do you mean people making bad decisions living on the street um then they do ayahuasca and they stop like what, what do you mean that's yeah. a perspective change is that what you're saying yes
2: Pers- got it a, a big shift in perspective of seeing the things that are the most important to you but also i find this medicine to be uh very powerful for in my opinion of forgiveness this is a, a very powerful medicine of forgiveness, of letting go of control and seeing that like, and, and especially of gratitude. These, I, these are themes that seem to come up in every single session I've ever been in of realizing the things that, you know, I have in my life. And I, and I see this with, with countless people too, the things that they have in their life, the people they have in their life, the things that are the most important in their life. To see how blessed they are to have those people, to see you know that, and to understand like I have breath in my lungs, my heart is beating, I have I have a life, I have opportunity. You know, sometimes people just get so down, get stuck in cycles of of uh, making their life, not even just just like just stuck in cycles of like bat of of. Unhealthy behavior, but like are progressively making themselves worse and the, you know, trying to trying to change something Getting stuck all the time and so and this is a re- it's almost like hitting like alt-control delete for For like, like your, a reset. Yeah, and, and like a like a reset of program of, of yeah, of like your spirit in a way, you know, and uh, I've been really fortunate t- enough to find this medicine and it's Completely changed my life when I when I first drank ayahuasca 10 years ago I was suffering from like uh definitely depression i had some like uh digestive kind of stuff going on and after like three weeks in the jungle of just i ate like fish rice and vegetables and like that was pretty much it like little bits of fruit here and there and uh basically ceremony every other day uh drinking ayahuasca in combined with uh certain plants that are you know, specifically kind of prescribed by the, the curandera that I worked with. And uh, I came back like, gosh, I haven't had like a anxiety attack. That was 2011. How, you were there for what, three weeks
3: you
0: said? For three weeks, yeah. How many times in those three weeks did you do ayahuasca?
2: Eight times? I you know like that was when I just stopped counting because (laughs) I met so many people down there were like this is my thirty five my thirty fifth ceremony and it was like dude you only been here for one day (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, you know it's I I saw but as as you do it more
0: you you break free you know from from the stress or it's 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 uh,
2: recommended to do it multiple times it's I it's for some people you know going doing like a weekend type of retreat. Is enough for them uh, for them to like get something maybe clarity in their life for something maybe they have uh maybe they have some depression that's linked to uh like a poor diet like this is and this is kind of like what's interesting is that so many people ha- eat such a poor low quality like because it, it, it's nutrient cheap. deficient diet that that's cheap that when you prepare for ceremony and you're like, okay, well, I'll just eat organic for the two weeks. You know, you start eating organic, healthy food, and you're eating good quality meat, and you know, you start getting on a regular sleeping schedule, and then you follow that up after two weeks with a couple ceremonies of ayahuasca. It's like, wow, I feel great, you know. And it's, it's like, no, well, shit, you, you've, been, bro, yeah, you've been eating fucking, you've been eating and, real, actual food, yeah. not food products, something fresh and real, and now you know, and you've come to this this place and. For ceremony and and now you've gone through these experiences and learned about yourself and you know that that purging process it isn't usually i wouldn't say it's restricted to just like this physical purging of it just being physical because very often in ceremony it's like whenever there's some sort of discomfort or something just feels like you're going through something like, you know, it's very common for these feelings to just wash over you in ceremony. And, you know, it's almost always associated with some sort of discomfort in the body, you know, very common in the back, in in the stomach, especially in the stomach. And almost always like when that purge happens, it's like a feeling of like these emotions of like things coming out of you. And it is very much, you know, we call it Olympia cleansing. And, uh, as this happens, it's, it's like a, it's like a renewal almost and people get, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because people like almost kind of chase the purge in a way like people who have experience, which I don't think it's like really necessary as much as it's like, if you need to purge your purge and if not, that's okay too. But, um, and that's a trip.
0: My, my, my buddy did it and uh, he was telling me, you know, he was the one that mentioned to me about the whole fasting that he fasted and he's mm-hmm. done it like four or five times. And he says there's the purging. And uh, the way he describes it is he'll go in there with his mind, you know, like, like what am I going to do? Like, do I do this opportunity? Do I do that? Do I continue this? Do I stop that? Whatever. And when he gets into that, you know, I, I don't know at what phase, but once he drinks it and once he's in that moment that he's actually, I, I don't know if you want to say tripping or just like, you know, different stage sure. of life. He's like Robert. It it feels like you leave your body, and you're like in the solar system, the galaxy, the universe, mm-hmm. and you just look down at yourself, and you're just like, "This is this is this is what you're gonna do, and this is how you're gonna handle this," and, and and all these questions of confusion just all of a sudden just become very clear on what you're gonna do, and that's how he describes like the ayahuasca,
2: and this is why he's he's pro ayahuasca, mm-hmm. you know. No, that's that's. It's a very common kind of.
0: Uh, Is that like a normal trip or? There's no normal with ayahuasca. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> <laughs> <Like> <laughs> it's, what? It's <laughs> the crazy. Has
2: anybody died trying out ayahuasca? There. No, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. And, but there's a, there's like little like asterisks to this. There have been deaths around the use of ayahuasca, but almost always in, there's other outside. Like somebody saying, I feel free, and he jumps off a
0: waterfall or something.
2: Yeah, or walks into a lake and drowns. Or walks in, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, goes off into the forest by themselves and, you know, uh, shivers, but then comes back or um, there was... I, I, An outside Yeah, force. you know, whether it be, you know, uh, other medicines that are combined with ayahuasca. And this is another part of, like, why it's a good idea to... To keep a cleaner diet before there are certain or have a curadero yeah well i mean and they should they should know this too and usually the people who are doing this work that are experienced will also let those people know that there are contraindications uh to using this this medicine like certain medicines that are definitely contraindicated which would be like your ssri antidepressants and um if you're on any other types of like But I mean that, that, that that's and, like
0: a bunch of shit. Like there's people that do cocaine and they fucking, you know, they they just get loud and crazy and, and sure. hyper and aggressive. And then there's other people that do cocaine and they
2: want to jump on a, you know, off a ledge. You know, it's like you you don't you don't know how they're going to act, but I guess yeah. that's where. And that that's why, you know, we we try and, you know, we set the tone for that, you know, before before anything happens. It's uh you know people come into the ceremony usually prepared they've had the information they've been you know preparing for a number of days and they come they sit and they understand that like you know okay this is a, a real like r- serious kind of uh environment I'm in no one's here joking around there's not like a bunch of lights and TVs this isn't a, a party atmosphere. You know, people are coming here. Like the same mauling. Yeah, no, And, and there's Avalon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are coming, you know, there's, and it can be, you know, not just like spiritual seekers, people with, you know, trauma people with, I, I've drank with, you know, soldiers uh, who have like serious trauma. I've drank with like people who are, um, you know, cancer survivors, people who are, who are, who are, who are uh, on death's door, people who are just like they're at the end of their life, and are looking to help to find balance in their lives, or are looking to to find peace. And in my opinion, this this kind of way, it's not for everybody, uh, but it's it's a medicine of forgiveness. It's a medicine of of acceptance and peace.
0: In the most detailed, but easiest way wh- how would you recommend this like 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 here have some coffee because this will wake you up and i'll give you energy and i'll let you finish your day H- how would you paint ayahuasca who's it for and 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 what can people kind of expect because I, I i got a lot of people that ask me
2: about I, it. i mean i i'm i'm not interested in in trying to like no no <laughs> I,
0: I i no no i'm not saying you're trying to sell it i'm not saying you know you know sell um, me this pen. Yeah, No, I'm a firm believer <laughs> in that when people hear
2: about it there's there's a call right you know and somebody well, what's somebody that hears- call
0: because here, here's the thing i'm I'm not talking about the people that get the call or don't get the call. I'm talking about the people that are that are living in this concrete jungle and and they forgot they, they don't even know the existence of this they don't even know what ayahuasca. they never even heard of it, you know, and now they're listening to this podcast they're like ayahuasca, what's that you know who who is is there a type of person this is for? I get it, it's not for everybody, but is there a certain person that it's, it's for?
2: everybody, but it's not for everybody. It should be it should be available for for all those who are interested in it, but there are people who are just like who shouldn't drink this medicine. People who have pre-existing like well, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be people that have
0: like th- th- anybody that's probably taken any pharmaceutical drug or pill
2: to like you know up or down or anything
0: like that should probably. And yeah, and, and people
2: who have, like, psychiatric, you know, uh, I, issues, you know, and have mental health issues probably shouldn't be drinking ayahuasca. And there are there are practitioners out there who would serve them, and some of them may have a great deal of training who can take in people like that. Uh, I don't know. I've read pr- probably a fair amount of accounts of people who have, you know, things like— uh, Bipolar which is definitely I would say contraindicated for drinking this medicine who have gone down to Peru and had very bad reactions and but then I've also read a couple here and there of like oh well you know I changed my diet I was down there for a number of months they had a, a very uh, specific like protocol they were isolated in the jungle they were eating specific foods yeah taking specific yeah, medicines. Yeah. so basically it, it, it all it's it's a big it's, it's a big overall, yeah it's a it's a very big like kind of like pharmacopoeia of and and like basically it's a whole different paradigm in the jungle and right you know, environment yeah and and when you can do something like, like that it's very pattern. different yeah you know and
0: none no, i get it it's it, one
2: of those things that it's like I don't want to convince anybody to drink this medicine. I'm not not saying, I'm not saying that I'm just,
0: I'm just saying I I've been wanting to do this, Mm -hmm. but if you ask me why I would say, fuck, I'm not sure. I just heard so many cool things about it and, and and how you discover yourself, you find yourself, you know,
2: it's kind of that, uh, that that's one of the reasons, Sounds like a good reason. I mean, if it's, if it's like you've been on a, yeah, uh, I, I, journey, I guess. You know, I, I
0: guess I feel like I've been limited in many ways, and um, you know, I, I took this. Uh, do, do you
2: know Landmark? Uh, yeah, I did the Landmark form and the advanced course like twenty years ago. Yeah, so it was I, great. I
0: I, 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 my my same friend, he's like, Robert, please just take this fucking class, <laughs> please, man. And and what I learned from Landmark, have you heard of Landmark? Mm. No. Yeah, it's it's a three day course. What I got out of it you know that that the change my point of view is is the story you tell yourself is always worse than what it actually is true you know like like there was this one girl there and you know what happened to you and she's like well I got raped when I was 14 years old by my uncle and now nobody will ever love me and I can never have children and I'll never get married and I'll never do this and never that and he's like stop that that's that's the story you're telling yourself. Like, and then you, it'll come to true. It'll come. And to, and now true she's fruition. 28 years old and repeating this. Nobody. It's, it's crystallized within her. It's 100. Yeah. And 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 they teach you that. They teach you that the story you tell yourself is always worse. Like, why 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 are people bad? No, no, bro. 70 percent are bad because this happened to me and that happened to me and that happened to me. And that becomes a pattern. And they kind of teach you to break that. And then they want you to focus on the now moment. Okay, because. Because what you did and who you were does not identify who you are today. You are you, and right. you have the option to do whatever, no matter what what your history was or or anything else. And 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 it's it's a cool class. The problem it's not a cool class. It's a great class. The problem with is what that is is that once you're done, you forget it. You know, because you, you have to practice remembering that. You know, the story I'm telling myself. I got to live in the now moment. I got to live in the present moment. You know. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, stress starts going and, and, and it builds up. And now you're, you're back into the pattern of why you even took the landmark class. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm kind of ranting on that. But um, what was I going with this?
2: You were ranting.
0: <laughs> I, I was totally ranting. Take Landmark. Uh, this podcast is brought to no, you by... Because your friend
2: uh, was yeah. telling you about, you know, he's the one who... Uh,
0: yeah, he was telling me to... to he, Seth, he's you know, he's the one that was telling me to do it, and he's done the ayahuasca many times. And he just does ayahuasca. The few times that he's done it is just because he he, he has to do business decisions and life-changing decisions, and it's the only way that he can get a clear head. And, wow, I got off track on that one.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a, it's really a place of uh, coming from. Uh, I think where it's like we're really lucky that it's like somebody can can have those kind of experiences. Like traditionally, this medicine and talk was, about it. Yeah, traditionally, I mean, this medicine's found its way out of the jungle, especially I would say over the last twenty years.
0: What's the difference between ayahuasca and DMT? DMT
2: is. You smoke that? You don't DMT drink that, right? is jerking off to a Pornhub video, ayahuasca is making Being love impone. to oh. somebody who you deeply care about and cares about you. Mm-hmm. That's what I would liken it to. Ayahuasca, I'm sorry, uh, DMT is like a 15-minute just firework show. In my opinion, some people are gonna like totally disagree with me and be like, no, it's totally enlightening. And you know, I I've <clears throat> I I smoked free, free-based DMT a couple times and it was always just like, I see like this kind of essence of, of ayahuasca a little bit with it, but it's it's more just, I don't know. I just, I didn't get much out of it. I didn't get anything that like was, that like stuck with me. Not like the first time that I drank ayahuasca that was just, you know, there was nothing like, like that or, or every other time I've drank ayahuasca, it seems I like <laughs> DMT
0: is like jerking off or fucking ayahuasca is making love to like, yeah, and there's a you know, and, and I and I I do really believe an that angel. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you compare jerking off to having sex with an angel? Yeah. Right. and the way he said it, the tone, he's like DMT's jerking off in ayahuasca.
2: You can tell I've thought about this before. <laughs> on, right? I forgot.
0: We got the sounds. Ayahuasca is oh, so Jesus. soothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use those enough. <laughs> <laughs> Jess. The reason he's here is because we were talking about ayahuasca. Why do you want to do ayahuasca? Look, I'm. What do you know about it?
1: I'm a vulnerable human. And what do you,
0: what do you have to ask him?
1: No, well, look, I'm a vulnerable human, and uh, and I have my issues with with life, just like anybody else does. And and I need a. There's always remedies and and different angles of of uh, perspective and tackling them problems and and finding solutions and you know when you're talking about holistic medicine and you're talking about um you know on on another on a a side note you know uh, (laughs) my girl's grandma had lupus and she went to mexico and and and, and nothing was working here in in the u.s but when she went to mexico and and went the holistic route she was healed and and so what is life what is I don't want to get too deep. Here we but, go. But what, oh, but what, is, <laughs> what, what is our life? Oh, wait, not that one. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That's the wrong one. I'm sorry. There we go. Oh, there we go. But, but, but when you're saying, when you're saying like, what are we here for? What are we here for? Um, it, it is to have peace. It is to have love. It is to experience solutions over problems. And so for me... I I've, I've never done ayahuasca but when I do it um it will be for self-healing, self-reflection and 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 then hopefully some sort of projection will come from it. Some some sort we're all hurling in space and and when you hit a certain rock, if you're if you're a comet, you hit a certain rock, it changes your trajectory and and that's what I think I will experience. I think I will i will be able to have that moment of clarity that moment of aha or as well as all this other stuff that i was concerned about is is ir- irrational or irresponsible i need to just sim- simplify and i think that's what i think that's what i would will will take from it and that's the reason the the reason's why i think i i, I will i will have a good experience is probably what I will take from it and and that's and so you, you you don't fear the unknown you tackle the unknown and 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 that's one thing I'm I'm willing to take that risk for for sure absolutely
0: that that's 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 a great reason to fucking do it as you were talking about you know where we're flying like you know space and shit yeah. Joe Rogan had had a quote or he said it or he was quoting somebody I don't know exactly but it was interesting he was saying um we're, we're bones, we're, we're blood and bones with skin that's, that's being, you know, held up by who knows what. And we're on a rock flying through the universe at crazy speeds, at crazy speeds it, in a solar system. And, and you heard about the solar system now. It, it doesn't just go round and round. It, it, it's 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 moving, yeah. you know, <laughs> and flying through flying infinite, infinite, through, yeah. infinite. And, and and it's just funny because you know we, we get into these ruts or we get into these depressions or we get into these things that yeah, I guess that's where ayahuasca kind of breaks you free from all that stuff. But anyways, I don't want to.
1: Well, and, and, but, but me too. <laughs> I feel like I'm as a as a as a writer. I'm somebody who writes every day, and I. Feel, who are you, Jess? Well, just
0: for the listeners, so they so they know where they can find you, who you are, and what you do.
1: Well, I'm irrelevant at the end of the day. Not but yet, my name yet, is yet. Just the Facts, and uh, I'm a... Just the Facts. I'm a uh, an artist, uh, uh, an author, and you know, uh, uh, an all-around good guy. Um, but what? And I do music. I put. I put. A, I. I've produced forty-two albums, and and it's all conscious hip hop. And I, I try to do. I'm a big fan. I love the music. Thank you. I, really I try well. to do right by, I try to make music that, that would make me think. I try to make music that would make me feel good and and, and also that I would enjoy. And then I hope other people in, in the world enjoy it and, and can find something and get, get some sort of enlightenment out of it, hopefully. And because of that, I, I'm not that popular <laughs> at the end of the day. Uh, um, but anyways. You're super popular, stop that. So what what's important to me when I write is that, I find therapy within that. I find myself within my pen, and I, I use that like like maybe somebody would would use ayahuasca or whatever. I, I do that on a daily basis to 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 wrestle my demons and wrestle my thoughts and 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 also center myself too. Because you start writing, and 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 I, I taught I taught a class uh, called Poetry in Motion, and you do free writes and you it's it's your subconscious letting out your, your feelings and when you start writing there's something therapeutic and there's something enlightening and and self-reflecting and as well as you know um healing too and and so I use that I use it I use my writing and I feel like that's you know that's that's how I center myself uh on a daily basis and I I'm I'm a regular regular human like anybody else and but That's just my my coping method. Everybody has their own. You know, it, it's some it's people, awesome. Uh, 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 some people eat, overeat, you know, overindulge, and that's their they that's get their comfort. Their, they get their endorphins from from having you know 20, 20 Big Macs or yeah. whatever the heck I don't know. Right. But uh, you know that's uh, you know that's if I was gonna if, uh, if I was Pig gonna Max. S- if I was gonna <laughs> say anything uh, relevant, you know, I would say, you know, find yourself right. You know, write down your thoughts, speak your thoughts, because the power of words, that's all. We can't even think without words, first of all. Um, But second of all, when we speak things into existence and when we write things into existence, I've written things on records that have come to fruition that I had no intention of coming to fruition. Good things and bad things. And um, I wrote, in one of them, I wrote a, a date because it rhymed. But then I ended up uh, freaking falling in love with a girl whose birthday that happened to be, which is wild. That is wild, right? And it just rhymed, you know, legit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and and but boom. But, but, but you put but, it out there. But it's out there in the universe, and I think that, that is. Your words are powerful.
0: Well, what, what's the uh, what's the expression? The the pen is mightier than the sword. And
1: absolutely, absolutely. Joined the Marine Corps. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but it, it, right writing is. It's funny because I I I do more typing. I type faster, especially than than what I write. 100%. It's still the same thing. It still and works. Uh, yeah, it, still, it works. still works. But as you're talking about, you know, you, people should do it, and you do it. And like I'm thinking about my my days at Pepperdine. I I don't remember. As much as being in the class, as much as when we had the teacher or the, you know, the professor saying, hey, go outside, spend 45 minutes, get your journal and write. And, you know, and, and as you're saying that, I'm, I'm just visualizing myself a memory of just sitting on a bench and just kind of like, you know, writing whatever the fuck I was writing at that moment.
1: Yeah. And you uh, and, and, and the most valuable thing I'll ever say is write your goals, yeah. write your goals down and, and check yourself. Check yourself, hold yourself accountable. Uh, how do
0: you, how do you check yourself? How do you, how do you hold yourself accountable? You put like, like he has no David Goggins.
2: Yeah. David Goggins. That guy's a freak anomaly, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that, but,
0: but he has a great book, you know, it's called Can't Hurt Me. Okay. And, and, and one way that he checks himself is, uh, so David Goggins is this, this, you know, he used to be a big guy, then he lost the weight, then he joined the Air Force to kind of discover himself and then he finished that and then he was done and then he was, you know, anyways, he, he wasn't doing too good. And, and, you know, he kept doing these things. He kept finding out he was doing stuff that his mind would trick him was good. Like overeating, uh, sleeping, you know, fucking li- being lazy. Like your your mind makes you very lazy and your mind makes you, you know, not do shit. You know, like he, he, like he says, fuck motivation. Because motivation, you'll wake up in the morning and you'll be like, I'm motivated to run. So you put on your shoes you put on your shorts, you put on your jacket, you open that door and you see how cold it is or it's raining and you're like,
3: mm,
0: <laughs> I'm not running today. So he he's all about challenging your fucking mind and your brain. And one way that he puts himself in check is, you know, he puts little Post-its on his mirror, you know. So it, it's, it's the mirror where you have to reflect, you know, and, and see, did you do this, did you do that, you know. Fucking stop being a little bitch, you know. Like he's aggressive. He's yeah. aggressive, but now he's broken world records he does marathons then the, he does the four, the bigfoot run
2: yeah there's like huge ultras yeah like a
0: hundred the ultras like 120 miles in three days you know Yikes. fucking now he, he he went from this fat guy to he became a navy seal you know he couldn't pass you know that that uh, what do they call it like uh, the health requirements that, or well, not physical that, uh the hell week he, he couldn't pass Hell Week because of, of health issues, not because of him, but, you know, his his lungs fucked up or his knee fucked up. Then they, they pulled him out, and then when they pulled him back in, he had to redo that Hell Week, and he did that three times. Then when he was done with that, he became an Army Ranger. You know, he joined the Army and then became a Ranger after being a CEO, after being in the Air Force. Like, the guy's fucking crazy. But, you know, he—, he But is he,
1: though? Is he, though? Is he crazy, or is he just— freaking goal oriented and he achieved a bunch of shit um and i I think to answer your question how do you check yourself i check to check myself every day okay i wake up at the same time every day before the sun comes up i have my to-do list i create it i i I, i'm old school at
0: night or the the morning? in the morning
1: what's most important for me to do today and i i'm old school so i write with a pen I, i take a blank computer sheet sheet of paper you know Put a little square that that's that that square in front of whatever the hell I put behind it. That's how I check myself, because I, if I don't if I don't have a check mark in that square by the end of the day. I've failed myself, and so I hold myself, I I and, and like you were saying earlier, we hold ourselves to higher standards, like you were saying about the girl who, 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 um, you know, uh, you know, they got rid of got raped and, yeah. uh, and, you know, she's, she's, she's kind of beat herself up and stuff like that. We are the hardest on ourselves. Absolutely. Right? right? And, and and other people don't even really give a shit. Like, oh, what? why did I say that in that conversation? They're going to think... That person doesn't give a shit what you said. They're thinking about themselves. They're thinking about hot dogs they're, or whatever they, the fuck else. And they, you're
2: going through this
1: moment, like, for
2: hours, Yeah, well, right? oh, why did I do <laughs> You know,
1: and you're beating yourself up. But for me... I beat myself up, um, just like like a Michael Jordan would have beat himself up. Like, but I also yeah. But Michael Jordan, yeah, was super fucking competitive. Like, exactly. But I'm competitive too. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm competitive. But he too. was super fucking competitive. Yeah, yeah. but with, with hip hop <laughs> like, like stuff, like I look, I, I talk shit to a lot of people. You know, I've talked shit to Eminem. I've talked shit to you name it. I've talked shit Kanye. Jay Z, I called. I told Jay Z I backdoored Beyonce. That's one of my lines. And <laughs> fuck. Yeah, and and so like just the fact, I have no problem. I'm competitive, right? I'm yeah. very competitive, but but the person I'm most competitive with is with myself. I got to be better than I was yesterday. My grandpa, who yeah, I'll tell you a little bit. I don't I, I don't talk about family much, but my grandpa uh, has a purple heart. He has. He still has the most combat jumps in Vietnam jumping from, from either helicopter or airplane. And, um, he, he never talked about that stuff, maybe because he was shocked and what he saw in Vietnam, but, uh, mainly because he told me, yeah, I was great, but am I great today? You know? And so he, and he, he played college football, college basketball, you know, double sported. And, um, but am I great today? What did I do that was great today? Uh, it doesn't matter, and and that's what it, that's what he means. It doesn't matter what I did yesterday. What did I do today? And so, I think it's that reset button every morning. All right, what do I got to do today? What's the most important thing? And then, and then knock I it out. Down, I go down my list. You know, I do about fifteen things, and you know, uh, you know, I, we get distracted. We don't always get to all fifteen things. We don't always do. You know we don't as humans we, we get yeah you know, but it's, it's a I,
0: small accomplishment like like that, that's what i tell people you don't have to you don't have to get it all right the first time you know it's just it's those little accomplishments fuck it if you do 15 things every day and you have 15 check marks and you do you know eight today and then tomorrow you have 15
1: and yeah those 10, roll over those ones roll, roll over to yeah. the next day because i'll look at the one i had the day prior and say oh shit i fuck i gotta do this I didn't, I didn't go to the store here to get this or i didn't do that. there i mean there's there's and on that sheet is life goals relationship goals freaking monetary goals you know basic things like go get some tiger bomb because your your neck hurts whatever but it's on there it's on that tiger list. bomb. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. This, this this podcast was, was brought, brought to you, to you by tiger, tiger Bomb, balm. and um yeah, I mean that's that's the way I that, check that's, myself. That's check I, went around, I, I went around. I went around. No, no, no. no you did
0: now. good. Uh, th- there's a book. Uh, it's called the. Uh, it's it's Don Luis Don Don Luis Miguel. Miguel. Yeah, yeah. The Miguel. Four Agreements. The yeah. Four Agreements. It's a great book. That, that yeah. fits into this so fucking well. You know, especially the, the do not assume. You know, and don't take shit personal. You know, it, it's really good because, like you said, sometimes we take shit very personal. The, uh, Demi Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm she was on joe rogan and she's like yeah i got bullied and blah 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 and anyway she kind of like took it and she never forgot it now she's a celebrity and you know and then she had like an issue where she had to recover because of drugs and they were like you got to reach out to people you know like just apologize and she called that girl up and that girl's like emmy oh my god what's going on he goes oh yeah remember you said this 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 and she's like what (laughs) <laughs> like I don't even remember even saying that, but you know we we take it to the heart and 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 we're the story is worse than than what it actually is. Yeah, exactly. And we beat ourselves up. We beat ourselves up. But that book is that book breaks that down really fucking good. Yeah, have how to think and how to be.
1: But do we beat ourselves up? And then break ourselves down or do we beat ourselves up and then build ourselves up? I think a lot of people break themselves down. Yes. It's it's a self-loathing society. And this is, this is
0: why we have the uppers and the downers and the alcohol and people doing things for the wrong reasons. Absolutely. You know,
1: and that's why I say, you know, when we're talking about, especially
0: the pharma, the pharma,
1: the 30% that I said earlier of of people who are inherently, you know, don't give a shit and are evil. Right. They don't love themselves. They're self-loathing, yeah. And so, thus, can they actually love outwardly? If they don't love themselves, can they love outwardly? Can they show good, genuine kindness? I don't think so. You know, because of that yeah, self. If you can't hate, love yourself. That yeah, self-loathing that and makes and, sense, and everything lends to that. All our social media lends to that. Oh, I'm not as as beautiful as um, what's that girl at? uh I don't know who the hell uh, Habib or what was her. What is that girl's name? Cardi B. Oh, well, Kardashian. Any one, any one yeah. of those freaking one of those Kardashians. Yeah, yeah any yeah. One, any one of them. You know, I'm not as beautiful as that as that girl, so therefore I don't have value. That's scary. That that's t- t-
0: Tina Tequila or something. Remember, yeah, remember whoever, that old school
1: one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, yeah. yeah. Uh, but
0: it is sad. Yeah, that people compare themselves to that, and 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 that's. That's what the expectation is, and therefore they can't hit
1: that. So they're just like, Rrr. I do it. Yeah. I, I
0: do it too. I do it now. It's terrible.
1: But when I see somebody uh, who's in good shape, you know, I say, man, good for that dude. I, what, what what do I need to do in order to build myself like that? Or or I, I meet somebody intelligent or, or, you know, very talented. Oh, wow, good for that person. How do I freaking achieve that? that you know, and I always... And that's just my mentality is like, you know, I, I love everybody, every single person. And would,
0: would, would you say, cause this just crossed my mind. Would you guys agree with, uh, you, you, it's also the people that you surround yourself with.
2: Oh, absolutely. If you're, if you're surrounding yourself with,
0: with shitty fucking,
2: they're going to bring you down, you know, and the, the, the higher level of people that you surround yourself with are, are going to bring you down, are going to bring you up. I'm sorry. You know, I've, I've been doing jujitsu now for probably almost four years. I'm still a white belt. I still get crushed all the fucking time. But I've noticed that since I started training at the, the new gym I'm at, um, the, the level of... First off, the, the level of, of, like, competition and the level of jiu-jitsu at this gym is, like, ridiculously high. What what gym is it? This is Check Matt Northridge. Shout out to Arnaldo. What Arnaldo. Up? <laughs> he's, you know, he's a, he's a Pan Am champion, you know, uh, world's champion. Like, no gi, gi, dudes legit. Like, world champions are coming into that that gym on a regular basis. That's like, awesome. high-level dudes and, like and I get to train with, with these guys and I, and I get to train with people who train with these guys on a, on a regular basis. And it's made me a better athlete. And I've noticed that the people at this gym are, you know, they want to, it's, it's way more of like a brotherly kind of like, uh, camaraderie, you know, and they want to help, they want to help and encourage. And there's a lot more positivity at that gym. And I know I've gotten a lot better and I'm seeing like like I'm, I'm fucking sore as fuck right now. Cause yesterday there's like a bunch of new white belts that are coming in. And I'm like, all right, I'm looking for the bigger guys. I got to try like this out and try this out. And like, and I'm seeing like the fruits of my labor paying, paying off. And, and it, and I really have a feeling that it's because I'm surrounding myself with this high level of, of better, athletes, better but, people. But yeah, but also not just better athletes. Like these are like really nice guys too, you know? And I'm, I'm like, I'm stoked to be training there and, I was just having the conversation today with with a buddy of mine and he was saying like dude i was just having that conversation with like how lucky we are to be training here and i'm like yeah dude like you know the the, the last gym i was at uh you know it was like the, it was like an older guy who ran the gym and like he didn't roll anymore it's like cobra kai status <laughs> i mean he, he was he's good and he knows yeah. a lot about jujitsu but it was like the first day i went to the new gym i'm like rolling with I'm rolling, rolling with Arnaldo, and, like, like that was the first, like, black belt I got to roll with, and I was like, fuck, dude, this guy's just, like, it's, like, wrestling a,
0: a python. How, how, like does, how does that happen? Like, like he, he just says, hey, all right, and welcome to the class, let's, let's go, show me what you yeah, got. Yeah,
2: once we do warm-ups and technique, you know, he's just like, oh, you know, he'll say, like, you roll with him, he's like, Ryan, let's go, which he doesn't roll too much with, with white belts, you know, especially because he's competing so much, he's trying to really focus his, uh, you know, focuses training with like higher level belts that are challenging him. But, uh, you know, he definitely rolls pretty often with white belts, just not with me. <laughs> it, it, is that,
0: is that, um, what would you say? It, it could be, it could be discouraging. Absolutely. Know? Oh, it's super because discouraging. Because when you like see how fast somebody fucks you up, you're like, Oh, fuck that. I'm never coming back again. Yeah. Because it, of the extremes of belt and, and,
2: and, you know, it, it's definitely discouraging. And, but uh, you know it, it's it's important i think and this this kind of comes back to what jesse was saying of like checking yourself and remembering those kind of goals i came to do jujitsu strictly from uh, uh a self-defense point of view um i was interested in and in purely in self-defense because i had been in a couple i i had a friend who <coughs> excuse me I had, a, I had friends who were in a in a in an in, in like a I guess like altercation with somebody they knew and this guy just basically had like a mental kind of breakdown and just destroyed this house and he was like a kickboxer and uh nobody could help him cops ended up showing up and like tased him and you know I was like well dude if I was and I was like supposed to be there and you know I, I wasn't there and uh you know he hit a, a good friend of mine like right like really hard in the chest and she had like a lot of like like kind of ptsd type symptoms because of it and um you know i i always think like what if something like that was to happen like in any type of type of situation like how how could i help dissolve that you in, in a way that's safe for for people and that's that was my my kind of way of getting like sucked into jujitsu and then falling into love with like the kind of sport of it and um yeah it's, it's just it's it's weird <laughs> It's, like, this whole other world I had no idea existed, and it's just, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm, like, engrossed in this culture of, of uh,
0: and love for this sport. I, I, I never got into martial arts, and I, and I really wish I would have. It's not and, too late, and, and, bro. And I, and I feel, no, and I know that. I, I actually was going to join, I, I mean, I did Krav Maga recently, like, four years ago, I was doing Krav Maga. Um, I had a trip in Colombia. And I was like, man, Colombia is crazy as fuck, man. You got to know something. You got to know something, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, something, you know <laughs> other than just regular street fighting. So I, I did the Kramagam Maga. And then a, a good friend of mine, we were going to do, um, you know, jiu-jitsu. You because Joe Rogan's talking about jiu Jitsu and how fun and you know how discipline and' that's, you know. that's how I heard about and, it
2: to be honest with you
0: yeah and, and 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 the way he describes it that I love it the most is it, it's it's one of those few sports that you could actually see a smaller guy beat up a really bigger dude oh, like yeah, you're yeah. just like what where it's it's technique um, but then you know my friend was like nah <laughs> I go why not He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to roll with somebody sweating all over me. I'm too old for that now. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he said that he was being silly, and then I was like, well, you know what? Then I'm not going to do it. And that, then I signed for the Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. Stupid reason, but the point is, is those are the kind of things that I think children, like my son, I'm, I'm going to put my kids in martial arts, 100. Yeah. Just because they, they get that energy out. Oh, it's a great. Maybe a great they'll event. go to sleep a little earlier. <laughs> you know, the discipline. Pray, the discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, my three-year-old, my two-year-old stays up to like fucking two a.m. That's not his discipline. Yeah, it's his mother. <laughs> it's his mother, bro. It's his mother. <laughs> it's not <on> me. <laughs> but but, but the but the martial, but yeah. definitely I'm putting my kids in martial arts, and I and I have strong respect for it. And and I and, and again, I know it's not too late. I just wish, I wish I would have done it earlier because I, I I strongly believe I would have been I would have competed. You know, so because I, I just like fucking
2: competing, but whatever. I, anyways. You should, you should come to a class, man, because I, I have a feeling that it's like, especially if you have that competitive edge, it's like, dude, I love it, man. Do the first, the, my first day uh, at class, I got tapped over and over again by a 15 year old green belt kid that I that I outweighed by probably 80 pounds, over and over, choked, arm lock, just like it was like one of those things. I was like, fuck man. Like I, I couldn't believe it. But at the same time I was like, I want to learn how to do that, dude, that this kid can do this and just own somebody my size. Like, like nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I want to do that. And then I just did it to two guys yesterday. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> you know, amazing. So, you know, it must feel so good. Yeah. But, you know, but there's definitely days where I, like, and there's definitely been chunks of time where I've been like fucking down in the dumps because I feel like I'm just getting crushed all the time. And like, uh, you know, but I, I realize there's always there's always, like steps forward, even if it feels like you're not you're not moving, you know, and that kind of goes back to what you were saying of like, you know, you're checking off every little thing. If you don't finish it, you got to keep going, you know, and that's the but
0: that's that's fucking discipline as fuck, man, to wake up every day and make a checklist. I know people that do it like on a Sunday, you know, and they're going to plan out their week, but you do that every
1: day. That's. That's pretty disciplined, bro. Well, it's to re- bro. refocus because you know every Just day's different. To every every day's different. Yeah, though you know, and so you wake up, your focus might be, uh, and I do it too, be based on on music as well because I I I oh I got a I got this idea yeah. I better go do this you know so I, I write the idea for the song down and and put a little checkbox by it, you know and 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 that's you know every
0: day's different. Do, do you have a song about checkboxes? I need to. I need to do that. Because you, you sing about everything. Goals and checkboxes, yeah. I can you, hear it he, almost. He sings about, I, I love the the getting old. Oh, thank you, man. That's a great one. The Google it.
1: Yeah, I I, like, I hope they use that. I hope Google uses that one day. That'd be cool. That'd
0: be super <laughs> fucking cool.
1: But with, I, I I wanted to, to piggyback what Ryan was saying. Like, with jiu-jitsu, I've done, me personally, I've done a lot of different martial arts, but jiu-jitsu is... An endless battle of chess, and I was thinking about chess too. Yeah, and that, and and there's so many variables where you know in Thai boxing, there's only a few, there's only a few variables that is going to occur, and, and and same with, same with regular boxing. You know, I mean, it, there's science to it, and there's angles to it, and there's all kinds of different things going on mentally, but it's not the same as jujitsu. If if I remember, I was learning. And I, I was with a, I was my instructor Brian. Um, he, he's little. He's like 145 pound, but he was a champ. And I, po- I tackled him. I, I thought I was, I was like 250, jacked. And I, I tackled him. I posted my arm to kind of get a little leverage. And as soon as I posted that arm, I was toast. Done. Kimura. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Done. And I was like, What, what is what? it? Who? Yeah. You, you get.
0: No, but what you saying? Uh, Kimura.
2: Oh, th- is that? It's an th- arm lock. Yeah, it's the arm. and
1: then Americana the other way. Um, but uh, I, as soon as I posted that arm, he knew exactly what he was doing, and I did not know what I was doing. And he and he took advantage of that. And that's the same thing with chess. You know, y- y- I've played thousands of 100%. games of chess, yeah. and, I, and yeah. I know if I put something here, I put something here. This this is you know, it's a certain 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 look, certain certain style. Okay, I need to do this. I need to do that. You had to check this. Got to check that. And that's how it is with jiu-jitsu. And so when you guys are, when people are watching UFC, I watch it, and I'm sure sure you watch it a little bit differently because oh yeah, you, oh he should have done this, oh he should have done that. He he, he should have posted. He should have turned to his hip. He should have done you know. And and uh you know you're watching and there's a lot, it's a high level of physical battle. You know where I I play basketball still I, I you know but it's not the same. Yeah, jitsu is 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 it as far as sports is concerned because of the different variables i think and and you never stop learning i mean you can master other crafts but jiu-jitsu it's a hard that's a hard one to master because there's so many variables so many variables like there's like
2: simple like like the fundamental stuff that you would probably learn like the first week of training can be refined almost endlessly like there's there's like little things i i that i see like like maybe in like a youtube video of like your basic like escape that i'm like dude that little detail right there is a game changer or like how you how you would move to this to do this other there's it's 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 endless all the transitions too and it's it's like it's almost overwhelming because it's like fuck man i'm just trying to like just trying to build like this like foundation kind of you know and it's just like people over here with like i'm I'm like laying like a little groundwork and like people over here in like palaces and shit you know (laughs) That's hilarious. So the, the 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 amount of levels there is for for
0: <laughs>
1: too. Yeah, it's insane. It's yeah, insane. but there's one mistake. It's just like chess. One one little mistake, and 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 you can be toast. And, and and you could be the you could be the bigger stronger guy, and it doesn't matter. It's just angles, leverage, and and intelligence.
0: It's funny because when he's telling me about it, all I'm thinking about is like that chess game we had. And after we had that chess game, like I was like, "Fuck this! I'm downloading the app. I'm fucking. I gotta get my game back." Because <laughs> like, I, I, it was the first time I met him. He's like, "He yeah, play chess." And Jesse I was like, could yeah, tell I play you chess. all
2: about chess and how." We, I remember having this conversation. We talked about chess and like how that, like the summer you you learned how to play chess. I remember you should probably share that. That's actually pretty well. If
1: yeah. You like. look, look. Oh yeah. Well, my stepdad.
2: You play chess? My, yeah, my
1: stepdad. <laughs> uh, what? My stepdad beat me. We had. A, he got a chess board. He beat me, and he laughed. And I remember that's not gonna happen again and so i studied i played the computer over and over again and i I read some books and and then i ultimately beat him and he never played me again but i i played you know i'm playing probably like 10 games right now i played people online and uh, and
0: do you use chess.com
1: i use chess time and you get you get ranked, and so I play guys from Chess.com,
0: I, You get ranked too. Is that right? And it has it. classes, and it's it's and it has a game analysis at the end of it. So it will be like, oh, this is what you did. This is we did. This was a good move. This was a bad move. Why'd you do that? It'll put a question mark. Like, Why'd you, need, you do this shit? You know, I need to get on that. And, and it's and like everybody I know, but I'll I'll play now after the after I played you, because. Because I've i I've dabbled with it, and I've done pretty good. But the way you beat me, I was like, I just met a stranger, played chess, and he beat me. That's not fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this. So now I'm, like, on it all the time.
1: I play with this guy from Brazil, and I've been playing with him. Uh, I think we have hundreds of games, him and I, and we go back and forth. But that dude, I, I don't even know if it's a dude. It could be a girl, right? Because it just shows their flag, and they have their little yeah. handle. And, you know, I played Italy, all kinds of... Uh, India's very good at chess. Sounds we're, like the same app. Yeah. Um but this guy from Brazil I've been playing for probably a year and we just have these wars and I'm thankful I'm thankful for those wars. I'm thankful like we were saying iron sharpens iron. I'm thankful for the bullies. I'm thankful for the bullies that bullied me when you know when I was a kid. Uh, and dude, how crazy is that that you can
2: have like 10 games going right now? It's like you 40 years ago, you know, people studying chess, like, here we are. We play the game right here, yeah. me and you, and then it's over, and then we can start another game. It's like you can be playing games all day long, like with somebody from all different kinds of levels, from whatever backgrounds. All around like, the world. Man, it's like, talk about, like, leveling a play field, you know. It's like so many people are getting. I imagine we create a jiu-jitsu app where you can. It's probably done. <laughs> 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 There's so many, like, really great online, like, uh, Tutorials and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's wild. This whole f- place that exists that I had no idea existed like four years ago. It's
0: isn't crazy. it
1: amazing
2: how these apps are taking over
0: everything?
1: But does There's anything th- really exist? Let's Do we exist? Yeah. Who are you? What really exists. What are you? <laughs> 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 Goodbye. Oh, that yeah, was a good knows. one. <laughs> 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 that was fucking. <laughs> 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 that was really funny, uh, man. <laughs>
0: Perfect, guys. Uh, we did an hour and forty minutes. I'm sure um, you can cut some out for sure. I ain't cutting anything out. <laughs> I, I try to leave it as raw as possible. But we did an hour and forty minutes. We we talked about everything. I feel like doing ayahuasca and, and doing some jujitsu and shit. <laughs> you know, um, where where can they find you and what's your uh,
2: social media? Oh God, I don't even. To be honest did with you, I don't even really. I mean, I'm I'm like on uh, Instagram at. Uh, IDD
1: underscore Martin, that's me.
0: That's me. Just the uh, facts. Are you on social
1: media? Yeah. Unfortunately, um, I had a I had somebody running my social media for a while. I didn't, I don't really care for it. I do it a little bit just to 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 stay in touch and and to keep because now I can put up my songs. You know, I can put up a pit, uh, a video clip with with my music in it. So now it serves a purpose for me. So now I can I can share my music and and uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm on all of them. Just the facts. Just J e s s, the facts. Like uh, Dragnet.
0: Any new albums coming out, or yeah. any, anything um, you released recently that people can yeah, find? I,
1: did. Oh, I just released this now. I'm not. I, this one was uh, I just released one called Sci-Fi Octopusy, and it's a, obviously a, an album dedicated to to uh, the sci-fi uh, octopusy. Yeah, women and and the greatness and gloriousness that women are, and. Uh, but the next album that I, we're releasing, it's done. Um, it's just in mastering right now, but it's called Reevolutionary Science. And this project, the Octopusy one is is just for fun for the ladies and have have a good time. But um, this one tackles, and I'll probably get killed for this, and, and I'll be on camera saying this. But I got I'm talking about the president. I talk about our President Trump. I talk about the government. I talk about uh, the necessity of a revolution. I did a a remake of Gil Scott Heron's song, The Revolution uh, Will Not Be Televised. I did a song called The Revolution Will Be Televised. And I talk about the the need for the revolution, but also the the fact that people will be sitting there watching it and not participating. And I call, the album's calling for a revolution. Um, But I talk about Epstein and Hillary and... and (laughs) I talk about uh, a lot of friggin' risky topics that, that people Man. will not be happy about, but it will uh, get attention and people will listen. Well, I, if they, if they listen great, if they don't, they're going to miss out, but it, it's my thoughts, my feelings on, on the way society is now. And it's been something that, you know, I, I wrote most of it, um, last year and, 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 uh, the only a lots changed. Yeah. and, and. And so it's been it's been in the tank, you know. I've only added a couple songs since, but but my my DJ, you know, God bless his soul. He he takes a sweet time doing his thing. But thankful for him, AC, the program director. We run our own little radio show too, hiphopphilosophy.com, dot com, and um, but he is my soundboard. He's my bully. Yeah, I give him music, and he'll say, "Oh, that's dope," or he'll he'll tell me, and I he's not a yes man. He is. Hey, if if it's bullshit, he'll tell me. Hey, Jess, I don't like that shit. But that's bullying. Go back to the yeah, I love, <laughs> it. I, I love it. and I need it. And he's been that's my right. DJ. We all do. He's been my DJ for for ten years, and 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 you know he's got what's a his team. name, you said? AC, the program director. AC, the program director. And he and he is a very polarizing figure in in the hip hop community because he's called out everybody for for selling out. You know, from Dr. Dre to DJ Premier to friggin' I he's. One of my heroes in front of me we i was videotaping and he was with a large professor I, I, you guys know who he is he he' yeah, produced, yeah. produced uh, one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time, Illmatic. um <coughs> half of it and uh <laughs> just to clarify yeah and and you know he um he's there with this beautiful girl and 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 the first question out of out of a mouth he says so um, I could only play two tracks from your album." how come you fell off and large professors like there is girls like what the hell and god bless large professor's soul man extra p and he said some people are gonna like it some people aren't gonna like it i do my best you know and and he he handled that question like a champ but to me i was like oh
2: i've walked out of interviews for shit like that before
1: <laughs> yeah and, and he should have he should have absolutely and ac does that And a lot of people hate him because he, he tells the truth but the truth is is necessary. It's a necessary. I hate to say a necessary evil, but it's a it's a it's a necessary component in life. And and the truth is the hardest thing to, to swallow. And, and, and you're not people, ready
2: to hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: and for uh, and when
0: people know it's the truth, they get even. It harder.
1: hurts. It hurts yeah. even deeper. You know, the lies. Okay, yeah, you, you can say whatever you want about. It, but when they, when they catch that, when they catch that real. It's like ouch. You know, mm. Yeah, and and you know, um, he's burnt a of bridges in in the hip-hop community and, and and he's he's worked with everybody and he's a legend he, he brought mf doom for his first show here in la you know he he's a show booker and and he, he's done a lot of great things and i love him to death and he's he's my he's my bully yeah you know i I, I need dope. that i need that and yeah. because i i you know we all do we all need somebody to say hey I think that's why we get married, and, uh, yeah. you know, because we need somebody who to be like, "Hey, you
0: gonna marry me? I'm hey. gonna have your fucking kids, motherfucker! Don't that. <laughs> yeah, no, don't fuck up. You yeah, stop drinking and partying every fucking night. Time to get serious, you know."
1: Yeah, absolutely, but yeah, man, thanks for letting us come crash your show and fuck yeah, bro. Anytime, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll thanks. do this shit thanks. again. Yeah,
2: that'd be great, man.
1: It's kind of cool, like I, you know, I've actually known
2: Jesse from like. I thought you guys like just met outside school. right now. <laughs> yeah, kids. We, yeah, we grew up in the same neighborhood and, uh, you know, went to the same elementary, junior high and, and hike school. And, uh, yeah, have been kind of like kept in touch over the years, you know, and uh, he's a solid dude, man. I'm dude, this guy, he
1: did, he, we didn't even get into him touring the planet. Oh, uh, yeah. The planet. Music, the I, I, I worked as a, as a professional musician. Bro, we musician. keep going. I <laughs> was just saying it's been an hour
0: and 40 minutes. Well, we can do this we again no.
2: sometime, man. No worries, dude. We'll, we'll
0: definitely do a round two and a round oh. three and a round four, and we'll keep it going. And maybe I'll get some jujitsu classes under my belt or something.
1: Maybe we'll do ayahuasca on camera. No, I'm just kidding.
0: What? Just That's a good idea. That's a bad idea. <laughs> 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 All right, gentlemen. Thank you. That's Cheers, man. Thank, Thank you, you for you. having us.
1: <laughs> Cheers.